live from America. You're listening to the Hip Hop Patriot. Jeremy Harrell. Live from America. You're listening to the Hip Hop Patriot. Lindell, inventor of MyPillow. Thanks to your support, you've helped make MyPillow become one of the fastest growing companies in America. Over the last 12 years, you've helped MyPillow create thousands of jobs right here in the USA. When I got MyPillow, I'm asleep almost immediately. I stay asleep at night and I wake up more well-rested in the morning. That's why I invented MyPillow. My patented fill adjusts to your exact individual needs and helps keep your neck supported and aligned. I'm interrupting this commercial right now. Retailers have canceled my pillow. And to thank you for your support, I'm going to pass the savings directly on to you. Go to MyPillow.com right now to get deep discounts on all my pillow products. For example, you can get my premium my pillows regularly $69.98, now just $29.98, the lowest price ever. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. It's done to get a new solution to the mess that we're in. Creating a new way to save the planet so we can get back to our regular habits. But here's the issue, and it's quite severe. We need everyone in or the result is clear. The virus will loiter outside your home, try to steal your breath. In fact, you don't. But if everyone is keen to go and get the vaccine, it's only safe in the face of virus attacks. Defend ourselves from no mutations, party sensations, vaccination. Vaccination. Wow, ladies and gentlemen. Well, I apologize <clears throat> for that uh, beginning commercial. It was supposed to be the intro to the show, which obviously we're used to seeing every morning. I accidentally put the wrong clip in there. What I wanted to show you, though, was this cold open. Let me play it one more time. This is a an official video put out with help from people from the CDC, the WHO, and left-wing organizations. They put this out as a marketing campaign to vax the nation. Let me play that for you one more time. Not like you really need to see it or want to hear it, but I wrote my own little lyrics to it, so let me just play that for you one more time as I screwed up the beginning of this show. Please, ladies and gentlemen, share the video. Get it out there as fast as possible while we replay this debauchery that I played at the very beginning. Check this out. This is incredible. Okay, so I have my own words to this. So let me get the beat. Let me catch the beat here. Okay, you ready? This is my words to this. Here we go. 
I remember when they said we need to slow the spread and they locked you all down and put a diaper on your head. Then they took all of your freedoms and they told you what was best and stole the election while you rested in your bed. Thousands of people who took the jab are having issues. Myocarditis and heart attacks are going to get you. Pfizer, Moderna, and J&J &J will never miss you. So do what you're told and let Tony Fauci come and fix you. Take the nation. Take back the nation. Take the nation. Take back the nation. Take the nation. Take back the nation. <laughs> I believe that that's a lot better, ladies and gentlemen. I believe my version is so much better than the version that you just heard from those unqualified, unskilled, crazy people that are literally trying to put out a... Uh, it was well-funded, too. That's the crazy thing. The people who funded to put this together actually put money into this. I could make this with my cell phone sleeping, ladies and gentlemen. Sleeping. Let me give you my words one more time. I remember when they said we need to slow the spread and then they locked you all down and put a diaper on your head. They took all of your freedoms and they told you what was best and then they stole the election while you rested in your bed. Thousands of people who took the jab are having issues. Myocarditis and heart attacks are going to get you. Pfizer, Moderna, and J&J &J will never miss you. Just do what you're told and let Tony Fauci come and fix you. Take the nation. Take, take the nation. <laughs> Maybe we'll make our own little low-rated, low-budgeted... Uh, uh, video film uh, or video on on the on the cell phone and send it to them as their uh, as their competition. <laughs> what a joke! What an absolute joke! Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, I'm sorry for the mix-up this morning. I'm sorry I screwed up the intro. However, it's never bad to see mypillow.com in the morning. Thank you so very much, Rosa Catalano. My family and I love you so very much, and uh, your Christmas card is uh, coming. Your, your Christmas card is coming. But I want to say welcome to Live from America, ladies and gentlemen. Today is December 7th, year of our Lord, 2021. We're getting into this reason for the season, and my heart is full of joy. And I am your ever-so-humble, God-fearing, God-loving host, Jeremy Harrell, the hip-hop patriot, coming to you live from the live, free, or die state of New Hampshire. We got a $2, um, a $2 donation this morning from Liberty Shines. God bless you. Every little bit helps. And, and by the way, ladies and gentlemen, we are this close. We are this close from securing a producer for the show. Do you realize what that would do for the show? Do you realize how much that would free me up to be able to, con uh, to, to answer all emails and answer all messages that are coming into me and be able to, to stay on top of things? a lot better, especially going into the new studio, we are this close. And I just want to let you know that the rumble rants that you guys do, the uh, extra budget going into Live from America, that was able to build the new studio way ahead of schedule. And it will also contribute going forward if we can secure this producer. If we can secure this producer, a lot of what is uh, um, needed to, to go to, to him in, in the way of payment will come from the extra Rumble Rant uh, donations. So anytime you guys can afford to do that, it's a big, huge help. Also, ladies and gentlemen, if you go to JeremyHarrell.com right now, I want to show you a new upgrade for all of you who might not be following me on social media, but probably you know would like to. Let's go over real quick. If you go to JeremyHarrell.com, of course, there's the, the landing page. You see the awesome Santa hat. But if you scroll down right here, here are all the links that you can click and go right to one of my social media platforms. 
okay? So if you want to go to Rumble, you click there and you go to Rumble. If you want to go to my Real America's Voice show page, you click there and you go there. If you want to go to Getter, right there. If you want to go to Roku, Firestick, TikTok, CloudHub, Telegram, Instagram, Podcasts, or iHeartRadio, you go there. God bless you guys for all of the donations coming in. They're coming in fast, and I just want to say thank you. We're really going to take this show into the into the future. But here we go. There is if It's right on the front page. If you want to follow me on any of these platforms, all you have to do, if you already have a profile is click one of these um, click one of these platforms and you'll be follow- and you'll be taken right to that social media page. I'm trying to make it as easy as possible in case we ever get into a situation where you can't find me again. The website will always be there and I will always be broadcasting live from America one way or another ladies and gentlemen and that reminds me if you are watching on rumble right now please subscribe to the channel or share and get your friends to subscribe to the channel i would love to get this thing up to 30 or 40 thousand subscribers by january for january 1st we used to have about five, 600,000 on Facebook until, you know, what happened there. And, of course, YouTube, same thing. We had about 50,000 there until they, until they wiped us out there. So let's rebuild this empire, which is this Live from America family. And that way we can further the truth and further the gospel uh, to, to more corners of the world. I think we're doing a great job. I think we can do better, and I think it's now time. God is, has put it on his timing for this show to grow, and now is that time. Now is definitely that time. And by the way, ladies and gentlemen, we raised over $300 for Cheryl Klein yesterday. I will be reaching out to Cheryl today. Cheryl, if you're watching, we are we raised over $300 for you. And I'm going to send that right out to you just to add to all of the wonderful, compassionate donations that we've been able to accrue here on Life from America for people in need, family farmers, and anybody else who has really, really reached out for help. We have made a difference, and Life from America is making a difference. Also, if you're watching, if you want to watch on Roku, you can also watch on Roku by typing in LFA TV and downloading that channel to your Roku device or your Roku app and you can carry Live from America anywhere you want with you. And from what I understand, Rumble actually allows the chat on the live chat on the phone now. That is what I saw during the start of the show. So if you have Rumble, you can actually live chat on the phone. And thank you, Jen- Jennifer. Thank you so very much for that, for Cheryl. I will go back through these and make sure that I see who they go to and what they're going for. And as soon as we get into the new studio, we will have the Slurp Fund, by the way, the Slurp Fund, to help out people in need. And we'll always have some reserves to be able to help out people who are really down on their luck. Let's go, ladies and gentlemen, to the verse of the day today. And what a strong, powerful verse it was this morning. It was great to be led to this verse by God this morning. And given what's going on in Supreme Court right now, it's truly a great message. I titled this morning's newsletter, Abortions Are a Slap in the Face to Jesus. Okay? Verse of the day, Psalm 127, 3 through five. Anybody who is uh, has their Bible with them, I know there are actually people out there who homeschool and their children watch this show as part of their political education and get the word of God as well. So if you have your Bible with you, youngsters or anybody else, go to Psalm 127, three through five, which actually reads, children are a gift from the Lord. That's all you need to know right there, folks. As a Christian, it's all you need to know. Children are a gift from the Lord. They are a reward. They are a reward from him. Children born to a young man are like arrows in a warrior's hands. How joyful 
is the man whose quiver is full of them. He will not be put to shame when he confronts his accusers at the city gates. Again, Psalm 127, 3 through 5. Very, very powerful verse, but let me give it to you in context so that you can understand why this verse is where it is and what it actually means. The, this verse in context is talking about restoring the promises and the blessings God gave to Israel. It's reminding us that God will restore what has been taken if you stay faithful to him, and it is his will. In verse 126, the verse right before this, it even says, quote, Restore our fortunes, O Lord. And also, quote, Those who plant in tears will harvest with shouts of joy. Now, does it feel, ladies and gentlemen, like you, a child of God today in 2021 in the United States of America, does it feel like you are planting tears right now? Does it feel that you, day in and day out, your soul cries out for what's going on in this uh, once blessed country? It does. It feels that way to me. It feels like I'm planting tears every day. And again, it says in verse 126, those who plant tears will harvest shouts of joy. Now, restoring the land to a blessed nation is a promise of God. And it says it many times throughout the Bible. However, there is a caveat to that. You must cherish the gift of children, period. This nation will never be restored or blessed by God again until we respect our Lord and Savior enough to stop the horrific and senseless killing of our babies that God gives to us as a blessing. Imagine if Mary would have had an abortion. Imagine if you killed babies for profit back then. Imagine if Mary would have had an abortion. Imagine where we would be today. Hopeless and without any salvation, ladies and gentlemen. This whole killing for babies or killing babies for profit industry that we are experiencing is a new thing in our world. Of course, people caused miscarriages for other reasons throughout time, which is also a major sin and a slap in the face to God. But to do it for profit with no emotion towards the helpless children in the most e is the most evil thing in our land today and must, ladies and gentlemen, must stop for our nation to start the healing and the repenting process. When someone asks me why I am anti-vaccinations, my answer is simple. Most of them contain the fetal cell lines of aborted babies, period. That is all the reason I need, <clears throat> especially as a child of God. I don't need anyone to verify that I have a religious exemption. I have verified it, and I would take anyone to the highest court in the nation over that. This is a violation of my God-given rights, and I will fight harder than ever to shed a light on the brutal act of killing babies in this nation and how much wrath the Lord stores up for you if you decide to be a part of one. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray for our little ones. We pray that the Lord will direct the Supreme Court to end the murder of the blessings given to us by Almighty God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. And ladies and gentlemen, you know my story. You know where I've been. You understand why I feel the way I feel. Okay? And I'm going to fight harder than ever. I'm going to fight even harder than the election fraud to make sure that we get back on the right track and that we please God, we start worshiping God, and we start uniting under conservative 
values because I believe everyone in this nation has a Christian conservative value at at birth. I believe that God puts that Christian value in your heart and on your soul at the moment of conception. And then as you grow up, you really are, you really do have conservative values. But this this nation and society does everything they can to pull you away from that as a child. And it's not until you get older do most people realize the error of their way and come back to that Christian conservative value that they were inherently born with. All right, ladies and gentlemen, please, let's remove your hats. And by the way, this is not a Biden hat. This is a brand new hat you can get on JeremyHarrell.com. says, whoever voted for Biden owes me gas money with a gas meter right there. The great thing about this hat is it's very deceiving. It makes everybody think, left and right, that you're a Biden supporter until they get close enough to read the hat, and then they understand where they screwed up if they voted for this senile, illegitimate resident that is occupying 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue right now. Please, let's remove our hats and let's join in together as we give thanks and worship to the Lord by reciting the Lord's Prayer together out loud from your lips to God's ears. Please, let's everybody join in together. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, I have a good feeling that we are going to win this fight and we are going to do something that the world does not expect us to do, and that is to repeal Roe v. Wade and once again save our babies. Now, the show is not going to feel right unless I start the show outright. So for those who are all joining, we kind of screwed up the intro. I need to make sure that we have a proper intro before we get into the first and foremost section. So please, ladies and gentlemen, allow me to do that now. There, that seems a little bit better, doesn't it? Doesn't that seem like a little bit more uh, of a correct way to start a show? I saw somebody say that they're trying to do a rumble rant and they don't know how. First of all, you have to have a profile so that you can actually subscribe and live chat, which it sounds like you do. And all you have to do is click the little money bag down at the bottom left of the chat and should be able to direct you right to that. Um, just, and if there's anybody else that can help you out on there, I'm sure everybody can help you. Hope you read my message, Jeremy. Scotty17. Uh, what is your message, Scotty? What is that message? I didn't see it. I'd like to give some shout-outs right now. Let's give some shout-outs to Kathy Cappy. Let's give a shout-out to her three-year-old Hannah, or shout-out to three-year-old Hannah, I should say. Let's give a shout-out to... Um, well, I see Scotty didn't didn't uh, respond yet, but uh, hopefully he does. Uh, Becky 80, she says, If this doesn't show God's divine intervention going on now, nothing will. Amen. Amen. I'd like to give a big shout out to Bargain Queen who's watching. Thank God you're here. God bless you. Big shout out to Christine from the show me state of Missouri. Florida girl says great news, Eatonville, Florida. The judge overturns the election for city council due to illegal votes. 
Amen, ladies and gentlemen. The truth is always coming out. Brenda from Wisconsin. Tammy from California. God bless you. Thank you so very much. We've got um, Jesse from Minnesota watching. And let's give a couple more here. Alicia Wida, happy birthday, she says to Vicky. Whoever birthday it is, it looks like it's Vicky's birthday. Happy birthday to you, Vicky. God bless. And Sandy from Minnesota as well. Thanks for all joining in, you guys. Please do me the great favor. Share, 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 share. A lot of people uh, said they've been unsubscribed again. I don't believe that's intentional by Rumble. I believe Rumble's doing a lot of upgrades right now, a lot of changes, and you're probably seeing that uh, in, in people being unsubscribed. So we need to get the word out there as quick and as fast as possible. Let's get to the first and foremost section because I think I've uh, wasted enough time here this morning. Um, the first and foremost section today is going going to be um, surrounding Tony Fauci. Look, Tony Fauci is in a world of hurt right now. He may not know it, and the left may not know it, but I can tell you that the wrath that is storing up on the conservative side for this guy when we take power again, and the wrath that this guy is storing up in, in the eyes of Jesus Christ is too full, ladies and gentlemen. Unlike your, uh, unlike your gas tank in a Biden economy, which is empty, it is entirely too full. There is no more wrath that can be stored up for this guy. Now, I found a little gem here. I found a little gem from about 40 years ago of Tony the Ratface Fauci doing what he does best and getting every piece of medical advice that he gives to the American people wrong, ladies and gentlemen. Now, I understand that when AIDS first came out, nobody really knew what to do. Nobody really knew exactly how it was transmitted. But if you don't know, the best thing for you to do is shut your mouth and stay off TV and do what you're paid to do as a doctor, as a scientist, as a virologist, and figure it out so that you can give the proper information, not the misinformation, which Tony Fauci's been given for the past 40-something years, to give the proper information to the people of the United States of America. Unfortunately, we've been paying this guy a fortune for four decades plus to tell us nothing but misinformation, disinformation, lies, and some kind of totalitarian little man complex that this guy has every time he steps to a podium and has to pull the mic down because he's so little. Somebody get this guy a booster. And I'm not talking about the booster shot, ladies and gentlemen. I'm talking about a booster seat or a booster stool so that this guy can stand as tall as the rest of the world. It's clear that this guy has little man complex. Let me let me take you to a video right now. Not that one. That one that was the one we started with. Let me take you to this video right now of Tony, the rat face Fauci, in the early 1980s talking about the AIDS pandemic and how wrong he got it. He thought that you could get it just by standing near somebody. And how wrong was he? That's why I said if you don't know what is exactly the truth, then don't go out there and spread it. But you need to watch this and you need to show it to your liberal friends who just worship this guy left and right. To see, as we're seeing virtually as the months go by, other groups that can be involved and, and seeing it in children is really quite disturbing. When you say other close contact, give me some examples. Well, for example, if, if the close contact of a child is a household contact, perhaps there will be a certain number of cases of individual who are just living with and in close contact with someone with AIDS or at risk of AIDS who does not necessarily have to have uh, intimate sexual contact or share a needle, but just the ordinary close contact that one sees in normal interpersonal relations. 
Wrong, wrong, wrong. Tony Fauci, you are wrong on everything you are saying. And not only was he wrong on everything he was saying about close contact being able to contract the AIDS virus, but he also is solely responsible, and so is Dr. Burks. We all know who she is. But he is solely responsible for all of the, uh, the gay bashing and the homophobic hate crimes that existed throughout the 1980s and into the early 1990s because he actually spread the misinformation or disinformation after they figured out that it was sexually transmitted that only gay men were transmitting this virus called AIDS through anal. Well, I won't go any further because you get it. But this guy has been wrong for decades, ladies and gentlemen, and how we the people have been so closed off to all of this craziness for all this time, it, it, it's mind-blowing how far removed and how far detached we've been from the politics in our country. But again, you grew up probably hearing the same thing that I grew up. Don't talk about politics. Don't talk about religion. And don't worry about voting because they're just going to put whoever they want in there anyway. It seems like the people who told us don't worry about voting, they're only going to put who they want in there anyway, were half right. But they were also half responsible for putting us in this mess that we are in today. Shame on my grandparents for making my mother and me believe that you don't grow up talking about politics and faith or religion. That is exactly what has got us into this mess to begin with. This loser, this rat-faced Tony Fauci, has been spewing the same false garbage for 40 years. And it's just now, it has just been since President Donald J. Trump has came into office, has he put this guy in front of everybody and exposed this man. Now, if Donald Trump didn't do anything else, at least he exposed the swamp. And this guy, Tony the Ratface Fauci, is definitely part of that swamp that's been exposed. And he will pay for his crimes in your lifetime. You will see Tony Fauci, Hillary Clinton, and the rest of these people who have per perpetrated nothing but evil and disinformation on the American public to stay in power and to take more freedoms from you. I promise you. I promise you, by God's great grace, you will see justice done to these people before you leave this earth. And I am going to make sure that it is part of my mission to hold these people responsible once we take over the House, the White House, and the Senate. And we will do that, ladies and gentlemen. We will do that. And we're going to talk about those efforts in this show today. So if you want anybody educated, make sure you share this with them today and get them over here to watch this show. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I want to go ahead and give the Dumb Dumb Award of the Day to this loser right here. Let's go ahead and put him on the screen. Tony the Rat Face Fauci, you get the Dumb Dumb Award of the Day for never, ever knowing what in the H-E double hockey sticks you are talking about. You're supposed to be this the smartest virologist on the planet. Really, you're just a loser who uses loopholes and who uses disinformation and misinformation to stay in power, stay in front of a camera, even though you don't even stand above the podium, and continue to spread your lies and your hate amongst this, across this globe. And you are responsible for tens of thousands, if not millions of people dead from the AIDS pandemic all the way through until COVID-19, which you funded illegally and you helped with gain-of-function research. You helped the Wuhan lab create this and then whoever let it 
let it out into the world, whether it was done on purpose or whether it was done on accident. Either way, Tony the Ratface Fauci is responsible for that. Now, we're not the only ones going after Tony the Ratface Fauci, ladies and gentlemen. It's not just us. Oh, no. It is also PETA. You know, the animal rights group that wants to protect uh, all animals in this world from everything under the sun. I want to go right now. Hold on, let me pull this up because I didn't have this ready. <clears throat> I want to read to you what PETA is saying because they're now going after Tony the Ratface Fauci as well. PETA's statement. Here we go. This is PETA's statement that they put out for immediate release on December 1st, so just six days ago. And uh, who, who put this out was a person by the name of Tascola Bruner. And there's a number here that you can contact this person as well, which is 202-483-7382. Okay? <clears throat> this is uh, PETA's Senior Vice President Kathy Guillermo's statement in response to Dr. Tony Fauci's glaring omission in his World AIDS Day statement. Quote, Anthony Fauci's agency has funded 36 years of horrendous HIV experiments on monkeys and there is still no vaccine. Fauci has publicly stated why the monkey HIV experiments aren't working, yet he fails decade after decade to stop them. He even co-led many of these experiments himself. Monkeys don't get HIV and Fauci needs to end experiments on them and instead fund modern human relevant research. Now you can listen to that whole podcast. All you have to do is do a quick internet search of PETA making a statement on Tony Fauci. You'll be led to the same exact statement that I just read to you. And then from there, you can click over to the full podcast and see how much they go in on Tony Fauci. Like I said, folks, it isn't just us that are coming after Tony Fauci. It is the world because the world understands what this guy's been able to do. And the world is starting to figure out all of the evil that this guy has been uh, using to stay in power and all of the, the terrible things that he's done to humans and animals alike. And when you have somebody like a left-wing PETA coming after you, they're not going to stop. So this is only going to continue to bubble, and I promise you, this guy will see his justice. Oh, yes, and and, and like uh, um, Caterlin says, don't forget about the dogs. Yeah, the dogs too. I'm not sure why the dogs were not talked about in PETA's statement, because it was really directing the statement towards um, towards AIDS because it was it was National AIDS Day or whatever it is. And Tony Fauci put out a statement about AIDS, which prompted PETA to put out a statement about the research on AIDS in which there were no dogs that were researched on. So or had any experiments done on. The dogs were completely a, a, another story. And I have a feeling that now that PETA is sinking their teeth into Tony Fauci over the AIDS pandemic and how he handled it, they're probably going to sink their teeth into all of the other atrocities that he's committed with dogs and many uh, and rats and mice and, and every other thing that he's been doing. The guy is literally a mad scientist, folks. And the reason why I wanted to start to show off today with blasting Tony the rat face Fauci is because there are still too many people who wear those diapers on their faces that think that this guy is God. That this guy is God. But God spelled backward is dog, and that is one of his victims. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, I want to continue to highlight left-leaning people 
and left-leaning organizations who are starting to wake up and smell the coffee. Yesterday, I, I said something about Trevor Noah. Now, we all know who Trevor Noah is. We all know that Trevor Noah has been a uh, comedian talk show host who has made it uh, his point to bring politics into the center of his game, a lot like Bill Maher, but does it from a comedic point of view and does it on Comedy Central. Trevor Noah has always been a Don Lemon wannabe. But, ladies and gentlemen, but, 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 here's the kicker. Trevor Noah decided that he was going to go against the vaccine mandate narrative and in turn got cancel cultured on Twitter. Now, he only got canceled, I think, for like 48 hours and then he was back. But long story short, the video that I'm about to show you, or just a clip from this video that I'm about to show you, is the reason that Tony the Rat, I mean, that, uh, that Trevor Noah got canceled. I think it's quite funny that he got canceled, but I think it's even better that people are starting to wake up on the left. Check this out. Let's go ahead and roll it. On the one hand, almost all the Omicron cases have been mild so far. But on the other hand, the guy who stands to gain millions of dollars from new vaccines says we need new vaccines. Huh. If we don't make a new vaccine, this disease could be with us Ferrari. I mean forever. Sorry, I was thinking of something else. Now look, I'm not saying that the CEO of Moderna is lying. I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying, I don't think he's the most objective source on this topic. You know, I'll wait to hear what neutral experts say about a new vaccine. People like public health officials or the CEO of Johnson & Johnson. I mean, he's got nothing to gain because nobody's going to buy his vaccines either way. So. I trust it. Now, what you right, just so what you just saw. heard there was not was nothing very very detrimental to the narrative of the left. However, even somebody speaking out of turn as it relates to boosters, even somebody just saying, "Look, I don't trust this because of X, Y, and Z. Let me get it from real health professionals, which are all corrupt, by the way, right now, anyways." Even that caused him to get canceled. And what happens is, is when these people speak out just a little bit and then they see the cancel culture mob of the left, that is what actually prompts them to further their research into what values that they really have. Now, most of these people like Trevor Noah, and I'm not saying he's going to come to the light side at all, but what I'm saying is most of these people have been told exactly what to say on their shows, meaning that they don't have an opinion and they don't care one way or another. But once they start just thinking for themselves for a minute, and then they put that on air and see the kind of trouble it brings them, it only furthers their journey towards conservative values. Again, ladies and gentlemen, I believe we're all born with Christian values. I believe we're all born with a moral compass given from God. And in society, the conservative value, the conservative opinion, opinion uh, aligns with the Christian values that you are given to yourself uh, that, you, that God has given you at birth or at conception, I should say. So you're starting to see more and more of this. I, I guarantee you, by the presidential election of 2024, if we make it that far, we're going to talk a little bit about that later on in the show. But by 2024, you're going to see so many people who have left the the the, the left, who have who have walked away from the Democratic Party because of how far left they're going. I'm not saying this guy is going to do it. What I'm saying is that people like him are starting to see firsthand what cancel culture is really all about. And some of these people have such a big ego that they're not going to let cancel culture beat them. And in turn, they end up walking away. Whether they're to be trusted or not, that's another story. 
But what it's doing is it's corroding and breaking down the left's narrative and their stronghold on all of these TV talk show hosts, all of these pundits, and all of these bloggers. They're walking away at an alarming rate, ladies and gentlemen, at an alarming rate. And by the way, Don Lemon is also in the same kind of trouble right now at CNN as Chris Cuomo was in. The same kind of trouble because now there are text messages and emails showing that Don Lemon was also reaching out to try to help Chris Cuomo, Andrew Cuomo, and was also using the same tactics to try to confront his accusers of sexual harassment. God is winning, folks. The truth is coming out. The lies are starting to be exposed, and the house of cards are coming crumbling down. They may not be doing it fast enough for you or myself, but it's happening. And just remember that everything is on God's time. Speaking of people standing up, I have been calling for the Christian church and religious leaders throughout the Christian faith, whether they be Catholic, whether they just whether they be Baptist, whatever they are, to stand up. And for far too long, people in the in the in the Christian faith community that are consider themselves leaders in the Christian faith have been quiet. Why? Because they've not wanted to disrupt the status quo. They've not wanted to have a microscope put on them or a magnifying glass put on their church because they didn't want to lose tax status. They didn't want to be reprimanded by their higher ups. They didn't want their church to stop to start uh, uh, having people stop coming because they have a political point of view. The way I look at it is it's not a political point of view. It is a life value point of view. And unfortunately, politics has worked has worked its its wormy little way into every facet of our lives, including our churches. So it is time for the religious leaders, the pastors, the, the, the priests, everybody, to stand up and start fighting back in the name of Jesus Christ. And ladies and gentlemen, unfortunately, until, about, until now, it's been completely silent. But I'm about to give you two examples just recently of people standing up for... Uh, for, for human value. The first one I'd like to read to you is about this archbishop. Now, I was going to bring the story to you a couple days ago, but I've been just bogged down with stories. Check this out. An Italian archbishop, Vagano, is the object of evil attacks by the mainstream media this week and globalist left, and the globalist left, excuse me, because he stands with Catholics and Christians and even non-believers who have a thirst for justice and truth in this upside-down world that we are living in. The Archbishop shared this special message, um, which reads this. <clears throat> when asked about being labeled a public enemy, Archbishop Vagano responded with the following. As I have previously noted, it is typical of any totalitarian regime to seek to delegitimize any and every form of dissent, at first by ridiculing the adversary, making him the object of, dis uh, of, of derision, so that to discredit him before the eyes of the public opinion. Then, after delegitimizing the person as a pathological or in need of psychiatric care, suggesting that the adversary is mentally unstable who should be hospitalized in mental institutions. Finally, this process ends with the complete criminalization of all dissenters. In this way, the regime creates the necessary premises to separate it uh, separate all of its adversaries from a civil society.
And basically what this, what this uh, archbishop goes on to say is that anybody who resists this new world order from these totalitarian regimes will have the help and protection of God. And what he's talking about is these vaccine mandates, these lockdowns, and taking people's freedoms. When asked about spies attending masses of priests who warned their congregations about the perils of COVID vaccines, the archbishop replied this, quote, I think that every priest has the right or rather the duty to warn his faithful about the real dangers. Not all, not at all merely hypothetical, represented by the inoculation of this experimental medical product. This is especially the case when the entire psychopandemic farce clearly aims to lead toward the establishment of a dictatorship whose purpose is to control the citizens through a violation of their constitutional natural rights under the guise of a health emergency. So he just goes on and on and on. He said the new world order is neither new nor order. It represents the foolish ambition of Satan to overthrow the uh, providential plan of God, to cancel the true religion that leads to eternal salvation, and finally to replace the Ordo Christianus, the Christian order, with infernal chaos. In this disorder, he says, the lie replaces the truth, injustice and abuse of power replace justice, um, whim, instead of, uh, whim instead of obedience to the law of God, death instead of life, illness instead of health, and the legitimization of evil and the condemnation of good, the persecution of good people and the praising of evil ones, ignorance in the place of culture and wisdom, ugliness and horror instead of beauty, division and hatred instead of harmony and love. Satan doesn't want to be worshipped by adopting the qualities of God, but by demanding to be an object of adoration through everything that is evil. So this man went in on these vaccine mandates and this totalitarian ruling class that calls itself the New World Order. And in doing so, not only has he drawn major criticism and attacks by the left and the people who want to usher in a one world government, one world monetary system, one world religion, but he is also getting, getting attacked by the Vatican and the higher ups in the Catholic religion. This is incredible, ladies and gentlemen. This goes to show you that the people at the top of the Catholic faith in uh, the Vatican are all about the one world order that says is going to happen in the Bible when Satan controls the world completely. And you have archbishops standing up against this and being ridiculed, demonized, and attacked not only by the left, but by the higher-ups in their own church. God bless this archbishop for standing up and saying what needed to be said. But he's not the only one. I have another one right here, ladies and gentlemen. Check this out. And I thought to myself, you know, people are bowing down right now to the new world order who's offering us all this perfect world. We're going to lower the temperature of the globe. We're going to have perfect equality unless you get into our idea of equality. Then we'll cancel it. And I just thought to myself, like... I'm not bowing down to this idol. Amen. It's very interesting. I think it was last month's month for my book of the month club, I uh, encouraged abandonment to divine providence. And he ends by talking about this idol, this monster of Babylon. He says, the head of gold, the body of silver, brass, and iron is nothing more than the image of clay 
A small stone cast at it will scatter it to the four winds of heaven. And when we go through history, we see so many new ideologies that lead, lead to political movements and everyone thinks this is, gonna, this is gonna save the world. And we don't need God and we certainly don't need the Lord Jesus and his morality and rules. There's this new way of, of seeing things. And typically it doesn't last too long. It ends up in killing countless people amen of communism you think of you know the genocide in the london all the uh, so many other things because the devil the devil doesn't like jesus he wants to get a, another path and he likes to steal kill and destroy that's the telltale sign if you're trying to reduce the world's population if you're trying to destroy family and the bearing of life that's the devil okay he loves to kill, steal, and destroy. And if you're trying to destroy the family life and you're trying to destroy freedom and the way we live in harmony, worshiping God, that is the devil. So what this guy is saying is that everybody who believes in this new world order crap, everybody who's pushing this vaccine mandate, and everybody who are taking your freedoms from you and trying to tear down your family nucleus are the devil. And shout out to both of these um both of these priests for standing up for their flock standing up for the people of this world god's children against all adversaries on the left who align themselves with the new world order and in their very own church and i have a feeling that both of these gentlemen will be punished by the vatican by the higher ups in the catholic church because of what they decided to stand up and say wonderful wonderful courage and courage is contagious and i have been waiting for years for the church to finally stand up and say something i don't care if it's a baptist church i don't care if it's a presbyterian church i don't care if it's a congregational church i don't care if it's a catholic church as long as somebody who worships the god of the bible and understands that jesus died for our sins and rose on the third day as long as that person stands up and starts saying something then i am a happy man and all i can say is it is about time god bless these men and god bless everybody who has the courage to stand up in the face of this adversity that is coming crushing down on all of us so very heavy but guess what i have a spoiler alert a spoiler alert for you God wins, and you can't beat God. Can't beat God. All right, ladies and gentlemen, moving on to more people who are standing up or taking a position. We're going to get away from this for a minute, and we're going to go back to politics, okay? Roger Stone did exactly what I expected Roger Stone to do, and it's exactly what I expect, expect Alex Jones to do as well, ladies and gentlemen, because Roger Stone has now taken the fifth, has pleaded the fifth in a letter from his attorney, and saying that he will not testify about January 6th. Good for him. Roger Stone, a longtime political icon, has notified the press that he will be taking the fifth and not testifying before the Congregational Committee on the activities of January 6th. And this is only going to make people like uh, uh, Teletubby Liz Cheney, Adam Kinzinger, and the rest of these losers on this J6 unselect committee, it's only going to make their butt hurt that much worse. In August, Routers reported that senior FBI agents confirmed that the FBI investigated and found no evidence that I was involved in a conspiracy to enter the Capitol, Stone told uh, reporters. Nevertheless, he left 
persisted in their witch hunt of Stone and issued a subpoena for Stone to appear in front of a radical far-left dominated court hearing where it appears they plan to harass Americans for political purposes. Stone's attorney, Grant Smith, fired back to the chairman of the committee, U.S. Representative Democrat Bonnie Thompson from Mississippi. Dear Chairman Thompson, in response to the recently served subpoena from the select committee, Mr. Stone has directed me to advise you that as further discussed below, pursuant to the rights afforded to him by the Fifth Amendment to the Constitution, he declines to be deposed or to produce documents. Now, I told you that this committee in the left was already planting seeds a week ago, saying that anybody who pleads the Fifth is obviously guilty. Now, I get it. We say that on the right as well when somebody on the left pleads the Fifth. But it's everybody's right to do so. And this the, the left knew this was going to happen, and it's going to make them so mad that they're going to put out a 24-7 campaign that these guys are guilty because they're exercising their rights, something that the left knows nothing about. There is, of course, no question that the Fifth Amendment provides Mr. Stone the, un, or the constitutional right to decline to respond to questions as applied to Congress and Watkins versus the United States 354 U.S. 178 187 and 188, Chief Justice Warren uh, pointedly instructed that, quote, the constitutional rights of witnesses um, will be respected by the Congress as they are in a court of justice. Witnesses cannot be compelled to give evidence against themselves, ladies and gentlemen, and this was um, the Fifth Amendment protects innocent men who otherwise might be ensnared by ambiguous circumstances. Hmm like the one we're experiencing right now in the January 6th Unselect Committee. So big shout out to Roger Stone and his attorney for standing up and for ultimately it's going to just infuriate the left and make them uh, make basically uh, imbeciles of themselves by all the crying and the constant 24-7 smear campaign that you're about to see on the left as a result of Roger Stone and his lawyer saying that they will plead the fifth. Now, ladies and gentlemen, here's some more breaking news. Remember when Mark Meadows said that he would actually cooperate with the January 6th Unselect Committee last week? Remember when I announced that right here on Live from America, hours after he announced that he was going to cooperate? And then, of course, we had all the opinions of what a coward, what a coward, what a coward. Phone calls, emails, and crying out on the web, on the internet reached Mark Meadows, and and ladies and gentlemen, it changed his mind. So here is breaking news here on Live from America. Mark Meadows, right before this show, has announced that he has changed his mind, ladies and gentlemen, and he will no longer be cooperating with the January 6th Unselect Bias Committee. He will also plead the fifth as it relates to any documents that they want him to produce or any testimony that they want him to give or any questions they want him to answer. Mark Meadows caving to all of the pressure from us is a good thing. Now if we could just get President Trump to cave on his uh, promotion of these vaccines, especially knowing what we know about them now. And also, ladies and gentlemen, I completely disagree with President Trump's endorsement of David Perdue in Georgia, for whatever that's worth. 
I completely disagree. I think David Perdue is a coward. I think David Perdue is completely unqualified. David Perdue did not fight for his Senate seat. David Perdue has no courage, no spine, and no ability to beat Brian Kemp. No ability to beat Stacey Abrams. Now, here's something that I thought was rather uh, impressive. Last night, there was a poll that was put out. And now, Candace Taylor, who I have endorsed, not that, you know, she, my endorsement probably doesn't mean anything. But it's just the way it is. I've endorsed Candace Taylor. Now, there was a, uh, a poll put out that Candace Taylor actually shared last night. And I want to make sure. Let me just go right to her Telegram page so I get this correct. Hold on just one second here. I'm sorry I didn't have this pulled up and waiting for you. But I thought it was quite, I thought it was quite telling. There was a poll put out last night. Who do you support for Georgia governor? Now, this wasn't a poll put out by Candace Taylor. This was a, a poll put out by a Trump supporter channel of tens of thousands of people. 47% said that they would support Trump-endorsed David Perdue. And that was only after Trump endorsed him. Only 8%, ladies and gentlemen, only 8% said that they would uh, like to have Vernon Jones. And 45% said Candace Taylor. Kemp isn't on there anywhere. So David Perdue, Vernon Jones, and Candace Taylor. Candace Taylor only trails David Perdue by 2%. And the only reason that he's got that much is because Trump endorsed him. Now, I don't agree with that endorsement. Again, I don't agree with everything President Donald Trump does. But I do uh, still support him as the leader of the Republican Party and the only one who is going to get this grand new party's agenda for, uh, uh, passed and, and drain the swamp. That doesn't mean that I don't support President Donald J. Trump because I still do 1,000%. But I got to tell you, ladies and gentlemen, I got to tell you, this endorsement of David Perdue is not a good look for President Trump, especially with how weak this guy is. He's nothing but a coward. He's nothing but a uniparty loser, in my opinion, and he has no place to be the governor of Georgia, especially after he just cowered down, put his tail between his legs, and ran. I don't know who President Trump has around him that is feeding him any information on endorsements, but that, I believe, is a mistake by President Donald J. Trump. And this only goes to show you, ladies and gentlemen, that we are not part of a, uh, of a cult here. We're not part of a cult here who just says, oh, yes, Master Trump, you said it, so we just have to, we just have to go along with you. No, I'm not going to go along with things I disagree with, and I believe that you guys won't either. So, um, I'm leery about Purdue and definitely Jones, says Calter62. Um, we need to get the message out to Trump that we don't like this. I agree. And, and, and the best way to do this is to continue to hammer it home on social media. Trump will get it. Don't get, trust that. Trump will get it. Time for a call to Trump. Thanks for bringing that up, Jeremy. You're very welcome, Pat. God bless you. Look, I'm always going to stand up for what I believe is right and what I believe is wrong. And I just believe an endorsement of David Perdue is wrong. Doesn't mean that I don't like Trump any, any more or any less. I just think that it was a wrong move for him to do, especially so quick. You know what I mean? Right after that David Perdue actually announced it. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I want to break down Mike Lindell's complaint to the Supreme Court for you now that it is on frankspeech.com so that you can view the entire complaint. It has not been filed yet because apparently we're still trying to get uh, a few more attorney general schedules to clear up so they can be 100% devoted to, um, to, to signing on to this complaint that Mike Lindell has for the Supreme Court. And we want to make sure that it is uh, the timing is correct and the proper people are signed on to fight for Mike Lindell and for this country. And I'm going to break down 
down that complaint for you in just a second. But first, I do have to mention, just like in the beginning when we played the video, he has a major sale on his slippers right now, and he has a major sale on his two and three inch pillow toppers right now. And do not forget to check out the 75% off overstock list. Spend as least as you can if you're still Christmas shopping with Mike Lindell and put in the promo code LFA. Because ladies and gentlemen, not only are you helping uh, Mike Lindell's company and his fight for this country, but you're also supporting my independent journalism here on Live from America, and every little bit of it helps. Now, let me break this down for you, ladies and gentlemen. Mike Lindell is coming at this from more, at, at more of an angle than we thought. At first, it was only clear to me that Mike Lindell was coming to the Supreme Court with basically the Dominion software and the machines, the voting machines, in his in his um in, in in the target of his scope but ladies and gentlemen that's just a piece of it that's just a portion of it the rest of it really really actually centers on exactly what i have been fighting for here on live from america since november 3rd of last year and that is the state legislatures being circumvented and being taken out of the equation of election law that only they have the power to not only create but make sure is maintained. Nobody can change the election law of a state except for the state legislature, period. And Mike Lindell is actually hammering that home in this complaint. So let me go to this complaint real quick and let me read some of it for you. I'm not going to read all of it for you. If you want to read any more of this complaint, then please go to frankspeech.com. It's right below on the very first page, his interview with President Donald J. Trump. But I tell you, ladies and gentlemen, they are coming at this from a constitutional and they're citing every judgment and every ruling ever made that backs up their claim. And they have standing and they have a major, major case here. I, I, I suggest that you go read it for yourself. But let me start out by reading to you who this case is against and what it says. Okay? United States of America. The plaintiff is the United States of America, the President of the United States, the Vice President of the United States, Attorney General of the United States, Speaker of the, Uni Speaker of the United States, of representatives, President Pro Tempore uh, of the United States, Senate, State of Arizona, State of Georgia, State of Michigan, Commonwealth of Pennsylvania, and State of Wisconsin. Um, excuse me, they're all the defendants. Of course, the plaintiff is Mike Lindell and all of these attorney generals. All right? Now, let me go down, get through the table of contents here, and let me break this down for you. First, he starts out by saying a quote by John Adams, which says, You will never know how much it cost my generation to preserve your freedom. I hope you will make good use of it. That is a quote by John Adams. Introduction. We are in uncharted territory, uncharted territory here as a nation. The November 2020 election was stolen. Our country is divided in a manner not seen in over a century. Just last month, 56 of respondents agreed that it's likely that cheating affected the outcome of the 2020 presidential election, a 5% increase since April of 2021. The fault for this deepening divide lies directly with the federal and state public officials who not only abdicated their sworn duty to support and defend the Constitution of the United States, but in many cases actively sought to subvert it. The justices of this court can no longer ignore what the public already sees, a time in history like that which Churchill once characterized as the gathering storm. Revelations of rampant lawlessness by officials in states like Georgia, Michigan, Wisconsin, Arizona, and Pennsylvania involving outcome-changing illegal votes appear daily. For example, in Pennsylvania, 
Oh, after all counties had finally uploaded their official November 2020 election results, there were still 49,171 more votes than voters. Just one of many examples of illegal votes. Under Express Pennsylvania law, the election should not have been certified. This September, it was revealed that the election officials in Maricopa County, Arizona, were caught red-handed destroying election records from the November 2020 election in violation of federal law. After a court rejected the county's attempt to thwart the Arizona Senate's investigation, that investigation also found tens of thousands of illegal ballots that were and that there were hundreds of thousands of corrupted or missing ballot images on which the November 2020 election vote count is based. Also in September, a renowned cybersecurity expert, University of Michigan Professor J. Alex Halderman, revealed in a Georgia federal court that he had conclusively demonstrated that Dominion voting machines used in at least 16 states can easily be hacked to steal votes. Inexplicably, the district court or district court denied Professor Alderman's request to strategically unseal his expert report detailing these systematic vulnerabilities. Now, all of this stuff, you know, he goes down state by state. He even talks about Racine County, Wisconsin, and the felonies that are brought on the election commission there. But, ladies and gentlemen, the majority of what I'm reading to you all ends up at one thing, and that is a violation of Article 2, Section 1 of the Constitution, also a violation of Article 3, a violation of the 12th and the 14th Amendment. And in every single case, he lays out previous judgments or rulings from the Supreme Court that back up his argument and his complaint, and it shows standing in every one of these. Again, I I urge you to go read it for yourself. But just let's read... Article 2, Section 1 of the Constitution that was violated in each one of these swing states. Now, for example, Pennsylvania, the Supreme Court there made up its own election laws and its own election rules and said that ballots could be brought in far after the day of November 3rd, which is voting day. That was against election law in Pennsylvania, and hundreds of thousands of votes came piling in, ladies and gentlemen, piling into Pennsylvania far after the cutoff date, which was November 3rd. In Michigan, the Secretary of State there, Jocelyn Benson, used her power to change the election law there that said they were suspending signature verification against the state legislature's um, ruling and judgment on how the election law was to be uh, done in the state of Michigan. In Wisconsin, you're not even supposed to do mail-in ballots. There's so much strict law when it comes to Wisconsin mail-in ballots, and of course that's how they cheated there as well. And then you get into the Racine County Sheriff Department and all of the findings that they did in their investigation, and it just goes further and further. But let's read Article 2, Section 1. We're going to go a little late today, ladies and gentlemen. The show's probably going to go to about 12.15. The executive power shall be vested in the President of the United States of America. He shall hold his office during the term of four years and together with Vice President chosen for the same team be elected as follows. Each state, here we go, shall appoint in such manner as the legislature thereof may direct a number of electors equal to the whole number of senators and representatives to which the state may be entitled in Congress, but no senator or representative or person holding an office of trust or profit under the United States shall be appointed an elector. The electors shall meet in their respective states. 
the vote by ballot for two persons of whom one at least shall not be an inhabitant of the same state with themselves and they shall make a list of all the persons voted for and the number of votes for each which list they shall sign and certify and transmit sealed to the seat of the government of the United States directed to the president of the Senate the president of the Senate shall in the presence of the Senate and House of Representatives open all certificates and the votes shall then be counted the person having the greatest number of votes shall be president if such number be a majority of the whole number of electors appointed and if there are more than two if there be more than one who have such a majority and have equal number to votes then the house of representatives shall immediately choose to ballot one of them for the president and if no person having a majority then from the five highest on the list the said house shall in like manner choose the president but in choosing the president the votes shall be taken by the states the representative from each state having one vote a quorum for this purpose shall consist of a member or members from two-thirds of the states and a majority of all of the states shall be necessary to choice now that's exactly what we wanted mike pence to do given the fact that these slates of electors were illegitimate they were illegal because none of the state legislature were actually the ones that made this a change to the election and in no circumstance even in an emergency can the constitution be set aside can it be null and void can it be suspended in no case of emergency whatsoever ladies and gentlemen and it goes on to tell you the plenary power of that election law uh, resides only in the state legislature not the governor not the supreme court there in the state and not the secretary of state the state legislature so that is ladies and gentlemen the blunt of what mike lindell is arguing and of course it gets into the machines as well so i i highly highly suggest you go to frankspeech.com and read all of this for yourself as it took me hours and hours to read it and i don't have hours and hours to be able to um to read it to you today but it's pretty great. It's pretty incredible when you break it all down. So make sure you check out Mike Lindell. And let's go ahead and give Mike Lindell the Smarty Award of the Day for everything that he's going to, ladies and gentlemen. November, uh, December 7th, Year of Our Lord, 2021, the Smarty Award goes to Mike Lindell and all of the attorneys general who have signed on to help him with this fight. Let's pray that they can get this complaint in front of the Supreme Court soon. And now let's get ready to end the show with some good news, folks. Here's some good news coming in from last night. This is breaking news from last night. Devin Nunes, ladies and gentlemen, Devin Nunes will leave the House of Representatives and leave Congress to become the CEO of Trump's new media company, TMTG. Congress, Nunes, uh, Congress, uh, Congressman Devin Nunes is resigning from Congress. Nunes, the top Republican lawmaker in the House Intel Committee, will be leaving Congress in January. Representative Nunes will resign and become the CEO of President Trump's social media company next month, the group said on Monday. Nunes, the top Republican in the House Intelligence Committee, will start as CEO of TMTG in January. And a letter from Nunes basically reads, It has been my privilege to serve the people of California's San Joaquin Valley for 19 years in the House of Representatives. During this time, I fought hard in Washington for the interests and values of Valley families and to help my constituents resolve any problems they may have with a federal government agency. 
Recently, I was presented with a new opportunity to fight for the most important issues I believe in. I am writing to let you know I've decided to pursue this opportunity, and therefore I will be leaving the House of Representatives at the end of 2021. I will deeply miss being your congressman. It's been the honor of a lifetime to represent you, and I thank you for the trust that you put in me through the years. It's also been my privilege as chairman and then ranking member of the House Intelligence Committee to meet with members of our armed services and our intelligence agencies throughout the world. I'm awed by the sacrifices these patriots make in service to their nation. Rest assured, I have not by any means given up our collective fight. I'll just be pursuing it through other means. Sincerely, Devin Nunes, member of Congress. And I can't think, ladies and gentlemen, of a better person to be a CEO of President Trump's new social media empire than Devin Nunes. Somebody asked why that's good news. It's good news, ladies and gentlemen, because he'll be able to fight a lot harder and in a lot different way than being in Congress. Now, I believe that he'll be uh, replaced by somebody who has like-minded values. It is a region that's going to elect somebody that's a Republican. So I don't think we have a problem in worrying about that there. The Democrats are already freaking out over redistricting anyway and suing everybody left and right because they don't think it's fair. He will be replaced by another Republican. In doing so ladies and gentlemen we will get a wonderful ceo for tmtg which only lets you know that this investigation from the sec is nothing but a witch hunt and donald trump is going to crush them and crush every media company that ever silenced or censored him you or myself and now ladies and gentlemen i would like to end the show with two very funny videos the first video is from uh chris cuomo now this video is titled walking into the unemployment office like this. <laughs> I think it's funny. <laughs> Walking into the unemployment office like this. <laughs> also, ladies and gentlemen, I just thought that was funny when I saw that video, especially what's going on with the Cuomo brothers and both of them being completely unemployed. By the way, Chris Cuomo has left his serious XM radio show as well because he was forced out by them. Uh, he says he quit, but he obviously didn't. Now I want to end the show with this very funny video by Ben Shapiro reacting to a left-wing globalist crazy person. Uh, and Ben Shapiro is always funny when he does this kind of stuff. This is from an Australian left-wing crybaby. And Ben Shapiro's reaction is great. Check it out. Nuanced November, here's everything that's wrong with America. Let's go. Firstly, for context, my name's Emma. I live in Australia, and I have degrees in sociology and law. Okay, stop for a second. One, degree in sociology. You're a professional useless person. Two, you're in Australia. I don't want to hear about your opinions on what's wrong with America. I don't give <laughs> I really don't care. Like, you're busily locked down, like, for the 900th consecutive day on, on an island. Like, c congratulations to you. Why, why would I? One of my favorite things about the left is that they think that I give any sh at all about what foreigners <laughs> think of the United States. Like, I do not care. I do. I could not care less. Number one, in a surprise to no one, what's wrong with America? Guns. Y'all are obsessed with your right to bear arms. Here's a concept. I don't give a sh The feeling is mutual, lady. And why, why do I care about your feelings about our right to bear arms? Guns. I don't like your guns. Well, good. You live in Australia. Stay there. No one asked you. <laughs> he called her. Oh, congratulations. You're a professional crazy person. Two, who cares? <laughs> oh, 
up, Ben Shapiro? Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, that is going to do it for Live from America today. I'm sorry for the uh, the beginning of the show, how I messed up the beginning there. And I know I've talked a lot today, but there was a lot to go through. So please bear with me as I get all these stories in, in, uh, worked out for you. Uh, I'll be back at 5 p.m. as usual for more Live from America. Until then, we are up to over 140 businesses on the American Strong uh, business page on JeremyHarrell.com. So please, please get your friends or anybody who has a small business to uh, create a profile on there and and submit their business uh, for a free directory of thousands of people will be able to see it every single day. And of course, we got brand new items, a whole bunch of freedom gear and your whoever voted for Biden owes me gas money hats available now. Thank you all very much. And remember, there are right ways and there are wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall, keep your shoulders back, keep your chest out, and keep your head up high because you are a child of God and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. Thank you for joining in today. I'm sorry we went a little late. I wish I had more time, but I have things to do as well. So I will see you tonight at 5 p.m. Don't miss the show.